0: Boys, week ten. Oh, yeah. We are back. We're in the we Woo's Media back. Studios. We're I'm back. in the Woo's
1: Media Studios. Already, Finally.
0: Yeah. Uh you're already uh coughing. Are you, okay? you feel uh, okay? I just I just had a little tickle in my throat. I feel great now. A frog I, like, in your throat. You have a nothing, TCU frog in your throat. There's
1: nothing better than uh than the, the first couple of days after you start to feel good again, and normal again, that's when you actually feel your best. Mm. I'm operating at my highest level right now. This yes. Is peak physical condition. <laughs> my immune system booted whatever I had, whether it was COVID or whatever. Stronger than ever. Uh, exactly. I f- so I feel amazing. So thank you. Yes. You yeah, have the strength of you and uh, a little baby will. Huh?
0: I don't know. I've been watching a lot of Office lately. Okay. It's been weird. All right. <laughs> yeah. hey, you know
1: what? We're going to roll with it. Fuck it. Um. But look. I'm I'm pumped. We have a great show. First of all, we have lots, lots of Culture Ball news to talk about. We're breaking down some massive games. This weekend has a ton of games. games a lot of picks. We've lots got of got picks coming. Lots of picks. We've got extracurriculars that you want to stick around for. Tyler uh, will be singing for mm. us. I, I, mean, I belted it today. He serenaded us, and it was special. I did. I serenaded um, the audience and just buckle up. Yep. He reviewed yeah. Five Nights at Freddy's, uh, a new Halloween hit. So, good stuff. Now college football news there's a lot been a lot of stuff in the news but I actually wanted to break some news for you guys ah breaking do we have the breaking news you're gonna hear it here first folks inside sources I am now officially an inside source in college football you need shade source. uh rumors have been swirling but I will be the first to confirm it and let's hope I'm right this guy my, my record for breaking news could be really good or really bad what a, is a it? a couple weeks from now. Urban Meyer is going to be the head coach at Michigan State. I'm. It's going to happen. No, he's not. The rumors are. uh, Things are picking up steam. Um, There's rumors that he has picked up a. uh, He's been offered like a massive, like, ten million dollar a year deal. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, if they get out of having, which there's a lawsuit, lawsuit with Mel Tucker, obviously, right? But if they get out of that, that opens up. They're already paying Mel Tucker like ten million dollars a year. Why not pay the same amount to upgrade uh, to Urban Meyer? And apparently there's real interest here. Um, there's a Really? Lot of, he not wants to go? I mean, he's been wanting to get back into coaching. Now, th- <laughs> what really happened with him is that he's finally healthy again, right? His health kept him, uh, took him away from Ohio mm-hmm. State. It was all health reasons. And then he was healthy enough to go take the coaching job at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, his health and wanting to be with family ultimately, you know, led to him not being the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars anymore. So he needed to spend more time with his family. And now with, again, his health and his priority being number one,
2: He's, uh, he's healthy enough and spent enough time with his family to go back and coaching. Right. You
1: sound like you're a big Urban Meyer guy.
2: <laughs> so I actually called this when the Mel Tucker stuff came out. I actually asked no you way. about it. I'll have to ask Tyler to be a sleuth. <laughs> well, yeah, we got to look back and, in the files. Because I asked you your opinion. So I said when Urban, Urban Meyer to Michigan State. It was right when the Mel Tucker thing And what happened. did I say? And you said, well, he hates Michigan, so it's possible. It would be <laughs> a perfect fit. It literally, First of all,
1: <clears throat> as a Michigan fan, uh, it's terrifying. It's, I mean, he was undefeated sure. against Michigan when he was at Ohio State. Now, two very different programs, right? He's not going to be able to – I don't think he can turn Michigan State into what Ohio State is, right, or what he had at Ohio State. But he immediately makes them way better if he, if he goes there, right? Um, yeah, for sure. Now, he also is a perfect hire for Michigan State because he just continues a streak of – Coaches that are willing to cross the lines and not be the most classy dudes like D'Antonio didn't have quite the reputation, but he had some bad stuff that, that, you know, went down during his tenure. Um, he, lots of dirty players there during that time, then you bring in Mel Tucker. We all know what happened there. I've, it's so funny to me again, if this happens, which I think it will, I honestly think he's going to be announced soon, um, that he's the head coach at, uh, at Michigan state to go from a guy who got fired for, you know, uh, jerking off on the phone with uh, <laughs> someone who's big on sexual assault to, to then be like, yeah, we need to turn this program around. Let's get the guy who got fired from Jacksonville because he was like checking the oil of some random chick in a bar at during, least during the bye week. <laughs> that's true. That That's very true. Um, but look, it is. it would be a slam dunk hire yeah, for, for Michigan sure. State. Um, it, w- it would fit perfectly. However... He'd finally have to say the word Michigan because he's so lame in his in his shtick about well, being an Ohio State guy. He only says the Wolverines on Fox. He's never he won't say Michigan, but he said Michigan State before, right? Uh, probably yeah. But again, he'd have to. – what is he gonna? He, he can't say the word Michigan anymore. And then does Michigan now become the team down south since East Lansing is slightly north of, of Ann Arbor? Yeah, like. I yeah it's a perfect fit because he hates Michigan and he gets to stay a rival it makes things very precarious for Michigan precarious, um, precarious. Mm-hmm. having Urban Meyer now in East Lansing and you still have the Ohio State rivalry I would hate it but I actually think it'd be a fantastic story for college football so breaking news you heard it here first it's totally gonna fucking happen he's gonna be the head coach at Michigan State heard
2: it here first yep
1: breaking news incredible um we also had our first batch of playoff rankings did you guys see that? Was I there did any? See the batch. I mean, we know it doesn't matter, right? Nothing matters about where teams are ranked now. But Ohio State got the first ranking, which actually I called. I said, I think they'll be ranked number one based off a resume. Okay. Georgia, two. Michigan, three. We've got uh, Florida State, four. And then the first two out is uh, Washington and then Oregon. So yeah, I'm fine with that. Any major objections? No. I mean, it seems fair enough, right?
0: Yep. Yeah, Texas, Bama, right outside. Oklahoma ninth Ole Miss 10th that's where it starts to get interesting because you get that cluster of Penn State Missouri Louisville after that I don't know about that but see that's where my power ratings start to really disagree with this the top right. sixes but once you get past Penn State it's all and about get resume Missouri tw- exactly which is fine it's a different right. discussion so that they're doing what they're supposed to do there but there's no way you can tell me right now Missouri is a better team than LSU I mean look at you know, a couple didn't LSU just beat them a couple they weeks ago. They almost the beat
1: them. Yeah, it was a very close game, but yes. Well, Missouri, Missouri, I think, is coming off a bye win week. That game, yeah. yeah,
0: but either way, um, no, no huge I agree objections with you. right now. Notre Dame fifteen seems a bit low to me, but
1: it's just fun because now we the AP just no longer. The second this happens, AP rankings are shit. They mean nothing. <laughs> right. So I feel bad for the people, the fine people. But just to a way to press. keep
0: score. It's just something to look at
1: and say, you know, right. it's, it's, and everyone agrees. It's, it's dumb. totally a way to hype up matchups too. To be like, this is a top fifteen. Right. Like, <laughs> like if you don't think that they factored the Missouri ranking. Into the fact that they're playing Georgia this weekend, like I think that's crazy. Like this, now oh, we have an right. opportunity to say, "Oh, look, it's number two versus number twelve, or you whatever." You are so right, Will. So, See, that's
0: why Will would do
1: well in the uh, executive meetings. I actually think I'd do great on the playoff board or the playoff committee.
0: Yeah, on the playoff committee, you do well, but that's not the executive
1: TV. Guys. Oh, okay. Oh, you need right. You want me to be a, a TV guy? If you're a TV executive. I don't yes. think – yeah, I don't know. I, th- I think I'd have great ideas that they wouldn't like. Let's just put it that way. Mm-hmm. So, um, Okay, they released the Big 12 schedule for next year. That's fascinating, but none of it matters because, again, the biggest story is Connor Stallings. Did you see the thing with Central Michigan? Dude, I saw – okay, before <laughs>
0: that, I saw that he paid someone – to record, film, and send yeah, it. Yeah, that was already kind of out, but yeah. Well, I saw it after last, we recorded last week's show. But yep. yeah, there's been a lot that's come out since then. Yes. So it seems like that. But the it seems best like story every day. Paul Feinbaum thinks that uh, the the Big Ten needs to
1: suspend Michigan well, in, uh, right now. Paul Feinbaum is definitely not a hot take artist that says things for for clicks or for views. But that's, that's what for he sure. said. That's what he said. huh? Well, yep. Yeah, look, again, we should just do everything that Paul Feinbaum says because uh, he knows what a world all this would be. And he's never had a gripe against Harbaugh ever, that's for sure, not Paul Feinbaum. <laughs> um, look, I care not about what Paul Feinbaum says. The playoff committee already said we're, they're not going to factor the investigation. They said it's an NCAA issue. We already know the investigation is not going to be wrapped up until after the end of the season. Um, say what you want about all that stuff. My point is just that, Connor Stallions is maybe, like, the man. Like, he's gone full Jason Bourne on college football. The fact that he showed up to a Central Michigan game in a disguise know. with a, with sunglasses on a night game, it's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Now, as a Michigan fan, I know this may bring the demise of the program I love. It may ultimately cause Harbaugh to, be, to leave and Michigan to return back to complete dog shit where they were before. Um, but, like, to me... It's the most hilarious story seeing... Seeing what's happening with Connor Stallions. Like the people doing the side by side, they're wondering if it's him. It's totally him on the Central Michigan sideline. Jim McElwain is now like deflecting because he probably knew about it or someone on his staff knew about it and he's trying to not get roped into it. Everyone had to know about it. Somebody did. I mean, I, I guess it's possible Jim dude, McElwain didn't know, dude. but someone on the Central Michigan staff absolutely oh, had no. to have known. I-, I thought you were talking about Michigan. Staff. No, no, no. Uh, I'm saying uh, like on the Central Michigan staff to let. To, to get him a a, a sideline pass because he was like you saw the story about how he was um he, he well, was I photographed yeah, maybe. at the Central Michigan Michigan State game earlier this year to to steal Michigan State signals
0: maybe he got it from someone maybe he made a fake one that he knew what they looked like maybe he I did suppose. a lot of stuff I he, don't know. He, he sounds like he'd go a long way to do something like he's that Jason Bourne but the point isn't that the point is that he was on the sideline doing this stuff and he's gone that far we don't. This is all now just ancillary detail, like minor things, right? The big picture is he was clearly doing so much more than the average sign stealing operation, oh, going above and beyond. He works hard. He's and a hard so, worker. So, so, but what you can do is starts like paint a picture and look at what's happened here. And I didn't realize this until I've heard different interviews and different approaches this week, but. He stood right next to the coordinators all right, game, right. and I've heard, the like, I've heard coaches be like, "I've heard coaches be you 'You don't do that. You don't let someone on the just walk the sidelines, even like small staff members like that, and let them just stand next to the coach.' So that's the first thing, and the the, the idea of like stealing signs and, and and going above and beyond and taking all this stuff and, and recording it, and it's such a big operation that he got, he paid people, he got other people involved, right? I think that they had to know something. There's no way that, that he came with all that info right every you know, every game with knowing exactly what they're gonna and no one's like, where's he getting this stuff? It's right. really good. So they had to the know the coordinators
1: so, at the least, right? Because yeah, again, there there is very damning video of him right next to defensive coordinator and offensive coordinator like like telling them, reading signals and saying what's about to happen. Um, I don't think it's going as far as he's telling them what play to call because that's not really his job. His job is to say, what are they running? And then the coordinator decides from there, right? No, he tells but, the
0: coordinator, exactly. Right, But yeah. it's very – Okay, but what I was going to say, though, videos. is I heard about this story, or, and you you know, you know can confirm this, I'm sure. It was the offensive coordinator or offensive coordinator analyst, someone like that, uh, in 2021. Matt Weiss. Is so, he the one who went to Miami? Do you know what I'm wrong with Oh, no, 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 no. So –
1: you're thinking of Josh Gattis. He,
0: someone he, uh, whoever this was, he won an award.
1: Yeah, for the boys' award. The
0: boys, what is that? Like offense coordinator of the year yeah, award.
1: Everyone at Michigan hated him. By the way, it's why he got okay, but, why he but, didn't but still, but there. still,
0: like like th- th- these are just facts. right? I'm not saying this, but ha- it just doesn't look good when he wins the award for best to see in the country, goes to Miami and gets fired after one year.
1: Yeah, okay, but at least and again, this isn't about deflecting from the sign ceiling thing. I'm just saying specifically with Josh Gaddis, like. The last year, he basically wasn't calling the plays. Like he was the play caller. The previous years, when everyone hated him on the saying, offense, is no, that, all I know. I'm, 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 this is besides the the sign stealing stuff. I'm just saying, Josh Gaddis won the award, and everyone knew, hey, he's not actually the guy who's deserving on the offensive staff. Like that's why he immediately left the program. And I told you guys, even but this is before sign stealing stuff. I told you guys how much he's going to suck at Miami, and he totally sucked. And it's because we saw him play play calling the years prior to that and Michigan's offense was fucking horrible. Yeah. And so, or it's because they knew what plays were coming. Well, apparently, this guy's also. I mean, again, if we want to just say that's the only reason why they were good, I'm not. I didn't say that. He's been on the staff. Well, that's exactly what you said. I said
0: it didn't. First of all, I never said that's the reason. I think they would still be good either way. But it's not hurting making a very, 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 very very good team elite or an elite team like
1: best in the nation. Right. But again, like people love to be like, oh, it's you know. But again, like he he's been with the program since fucking 2018 when they were dog shit. So like when the offense was terrible and guess what we were getting. Our asses whooped by Ohio State and by every big program. So, mm-hmm. it, you know, I don't know that that's the number one factor. Now, again, um, to me, the funniest thing is seeing him in Central Michigan gear on the sideline in disguise. There's video yes. of a play that's running, like uh, a player is running towards the Central Michigan sideline, and he knows that the camera is now going to be. In his general area, and he covers his face and like and like runs away because he knows the camera now is going to be <laughs> in his vicinity. Like he he's he's now becoming the funniest story in college football, yeah. and uh, and so I just want to say I love you, Connor Stallions. Like, it's so, so funny how
2: people think yeah. that scams or make everything easier. You try to get away with a scam; it just makes everything so much harder, dude. It's th-
0: this is going to be so <laughs> bad, and, and I love these Michigan coaches acting like he was rogue. Like, okay, they, but like
1: they have some James Bond on the staff. No one knew what was going on. It's so weird We ridiculous. definitely knew about the play calling. I will say, when it comes to him being in disguise on the Central Michigan sideline, but there's that a lot I would of middle believe ground. could be him there's being rogue. T-
0: of course. Right. I
1: think that, I, do I think that Jim Harbaugh would be like, yeah, put on a Central Michigan hat and go stand on the sideline but and steal Michigan State's But he doesn't have to do that to I'm
0: be greatly at fault. Oh, I totally agree. not have to do that
1: to be... I'm just saying that it would be more evidence of him going rogue. But the, I, I'm totally with you. I agree the idea that... That that the Michigan staff didn't know that he was oh, doing yeah. these things is, is it's, all mob. I know, it's all mob but they stuff. are doing
0: their best to distance themselves.
1: Well, sure, yeah. And by the way, like even still, we don't know how this is going to shake out. The the details when you look into it is that there's really no precedent for punishment for anything like this, and there's weird, like oddly enough, again as someone who follows the Michigan saga closely, um, and and just following the Michigan program closely, now you're seeing like weird things that are shifting actually towards what you will make you think that this isn't going to be that bad for Michigan, at least what the NCAA, how the NCAA reacts because the story came out like two days ago that, that there was a, a headline that uh, they rescinded uh, Harbaugh's contract extension offer. And like literally within 12 hours, all of the Michigan people were like, actually that's not true. And the story has since shifted to Michigan is trying to get an extension for Harbaugh across the line faster, which to me would indicate that they have all the facts and they think that, you know, they have a a solid case for this not being a a bad punishment. Now, again, we're going to find out in the coming months or who knows a year,
0: but that would be so horrible of this to get a raise in an extension. I think That's literally what now the real question becomes,
1: uh, it's pretty clear that that the, the school wants to offer him a big extension. And again, that to me would signal that they think that this isn't going to be that big of a deal from a NCAA punishment standpoint. Um, but, is this enough riffraff to where he wants to go to the NFL? So would he even sign it? Is kind of the question. But all mm, the Michigan, like the riffraff. real Michigan insiders, not message board genius bros, are saying like, hey, actually Michigan feels confident about you know this not being uh, a massive. They're not going to have to you know uh, vacate a bunch of wins or anything like that. And again, we'll see. Could those, be could those be totally message wrong.
0: Board uh, bros know a lot. They do.
1: The message board bros know a whole lot. Yes, we know that do. for a fact. Um, okay. Uh, now before we get to best bets, first of all. Join our Patreon. So you could be using Tyler's uh, power ratings for creating your own lines and using some of these bets. You need to go to patreon.com slash tailgate. It's $5 a month. We have additional content on there. Tyler posts his top 50, right? Top, top, top 50 of his power ratings every week during bowl season. He's going to add one thirty-three, full 133. Oh, so there's go. a lot of extra content Jesus. on there and fun stuff. It's a great way to support the show. It's only $5 a month. Um, and uh, and if you want to help support the show, that's a great way to do it. So, patreon.com slash college ball tailgate. But, Tyler, where should pe- people be betting these games uh, that we're about to break down?
0: Bet U.S., of course. Bet U.S., best place you can bet because, first of all, it's got U.S. in the name. How American is that, right? Amen. But they got everything. We always talk Fucking about the casinos, the, the great games, the... The award betting. I'm going to make some money on my Survivor bets. Survivor's winding down. My favorites are still in the race. Now, you stay tuned. Survivor. We're going to be giving some Academy Awards, the, the Grammys, all that. Today's a very music-driven show, right? So the Grammys, uh, we, we've been hot with the Grammy picks lately. And in the off season when college football is, unfortunately, at a lull, We have things like the hot dog eating contest picks that you can make on BetUS with the show. It's so worth it for so many reasons. So sign up today. Use promo code TAILGATE for all kinds of unique promos and bonuses. That's BetUS.com, promo code TAILGATE.
1: Love it. Okay, that's where you should make your bets. Now, first game up here, a Big 12 matchup. we got Kansas State on the road at Kansas. On the road again. Uh, Or excuse me, Kansas State on the road at Texas, right? Sorry. Uh, Um, Texas. Little uh, slip there. Kansas State on the road at Texas. Currently, the Longhorns are four-point home favorites. Now, Kansas State kind of turned things around, right? Had a disappointing start to the season, I think you could say. Um, Since then, they've been a really good team. The defense has been really good. You know, Texas at home has been a very good team as well, by the way, right? They only lost... The the one game so far was a neutral field uh, against Neuch. Oklahoma. Yep. By the way, they lost that game on on you know the last minute uh, of the game. So was a very close um, close game against Oklahoma. I'm torn on this one because I feel like Kansas State has typically been a team that catches Texas by surprise. Like they would fall into that category. They beat um, did they was Texas in the Big Twelve championship game last year? Who did Kansas State beat in that game? TCU. TCU. Oh, my gosh. So stupid, right? <laughs> TCU's one loss uh, but, oh, no, and that's before the playoff. F- yeah, yeah. Um, so either way, look, I feel like this Kansas State team isn't as good as last year. But, again, they would typically fall into the category of team that catches Texas by surprise. And I just don't know that we see that um, this week. I feel confident in Texas at home and in their defense. I think Kansas State is, is really greatly improved. But I think we'll see this game being – um kind you know, somewhat low scoring based off the total. I think that uh we'll see this go under the total, total most 51. likely. Fifty one. So I think this this won't be a massive high scoring game. I have faith in Texas's defense. Um now, you know, the quarterback situation, of course, is really iffy, but again, I just think that Texas is gonna be able to, to find a way to to break off enough big plays uh and run the ball well. I like Texas here minus four, Tyler.
0: Um yeah, I would lean Texas here. This is a really interesting game. So, Kansas State maybe the most underrated team I think right now in the big, in the Big 12 because their two losses I think are just looking better and better, you know. They lost by 3 to Missouri, 8 to Oklahoma State. Right. And one common thing that both losses had was Will Howard rushing the football. He right. had a season high 10 rush attempts in both those losses. Kansas State when Howard has nine or fewer attempts 6 and 0, 10 or more 0 and 2. Now, I don't think it's literally as simple as run the ball nine or fewer times and they're going to win, but I think it's the overall approach the Kansas State has to the game. So I think that matters. And in some of their biggest wins this year, you know, Howard's rush attempts have been he had three for 38, or he had three rush attempts in the uh, 38-21 win against Texas Tech. He had four rush attempts in the 41-3 win at, Texas, at uh, TCU. So I think that's really important. But uh, is it a good matchup? Because Texas— Ranked 6th in FEI total defense. They actually match up really well with what Kansas State wants to do. Kansas State is number 4 in the nation in rushing yards per game. I didn't realize that. Kansas State is 4th in the nation in rushing yards per game. They're 3rd in the nation in 3rd down conversion percentage. Why? Because they constantly are set up with 3rd and short. They run the ball well. Those two things work well together. So, you know, Texas is 61st in pass yards allowed per game, but Kansas State is 73rd in pass yards allowed per game. So... You know those two things kind of go together, but I think it's all about Malik Murphy, and I'm not blown away by his by what I'm seeing so far. The metrics, if you include, right, so when you look at the the pass rating, okay, so PFF, Malik Murphy has a 59.9 passer rating. So if you cl- include him in a group with enough snaps, because he doesn't have enough like snaps right now, he would rank about 135th in passing. That puts him right behind Zion Webb of Jacksonville State, right in front of MJ Morris of NC State. So I just don't know about about the quarterback situation for Texas. Like, can can they pull away from Kansas State? It, just, I, I'm leaning towards yes. I don't have a pick. I lean towards yes because of the matchup, right? I, that's kind of what this boils down to. So um, not a lot of sample size for the quarterback, but some numbers here. Uh, this isn't a defense. I don't think that they can really lean on. 14th FBI defense, 11th unadjusted overall defense. Who's but like Kansas like State or... Or uh, Texas? Uh, Texas. Defense? Okay. Texas. So Kansas State is 35th in the nation, uh, defensively allowing 124 uh, rushing yards a game. Can- uh, Texas is 33rd, right? So it's kind of the same there. I just see these teams being similar where it matters, but uh, Texas having a few more ways to pull away. Now, the quarterback play is everything. 100%. So that's what it boils down to. So.
1: Okay. So stay away from Tyler. Uh, lean Texas or not even really mm-hmm. much of a lean? A like
0: You like, but you don't like like?
1: Like, yeah. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. I like Texas minus four. Uh, Next up, we got Notre Dame at Clemson. Currently, the Irish three-point road favorites here at Clemson. Really interesting this week. Did you guys see the story with Dabo being interviewed on the radio show? Yeah. A fan called in and was like, how come you're getting paid so much to go four and four, and he just tore into him? Um, I wonder if some of that outside noise is bleeding into – to Clemson as far as like they're not used to having a team like this right I mean like they're Clemson is legitimately fighting for bowl, uh for being bowl eligible this year which is crazy to say and what worries me most is that like this feels like the game that everyone's gonna bet on Notre Dame and yeah Notre Dame hammered them last year by the way uh if you look at the game last year Notre Dame beat this team 35 to 14 but that was in South Bend it wasn't at Clemson um like everything, like I, 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 can't, I don't want to pick Clemson here, Tyler. But again, it feels like the most obvious spot to fade what everyone in the whole world is going to do, which is bet on Notre yeah, Dame for sure. Like, do you have a pick here? What's your breakdown? No, I don't have a pick because we already have a bet board on this. Essentially,
0: like this is the last this is real, the, this is the game I close need. game that Notre Dame has on the schedule. So for you the don't want to double down. No, we don't want to double down. Does that dip?
1: mean though that you would be leaning Clemson though outside of bet board, right?
0: Uh, yeah, I, for, for reasons similar to what you said. like That's going to be the sharp pick. That's going to be, I think right now, the good... Look, all the advanced stats say Clemson's still a much better team than 4-4. Four and four. Everything that sure. it says it should be good, it's just like you said, how much do you handicap the distractions? How much do you handicap all the other stuff bleeding into this? So
1: Yeah, or the motivation of these Clemson right, players right. that have haven't had four losses in a season... Maybe since they were in like high school or not even, so it's not it's not do they rebound it's like it's like can they rebound
0: like are they capable because I'm not sure if mentally they're there yet to where they're gonna fight with everything this weekend now if they do treat this like the national championship, yeah, I think Clemson can certainly cover the spread and they're a good bet, but I'm not willing to make it a bet because it's a bet board, and that's why I would also hesitate here, but the market, if you think about it. Overall, the sports betting market has downgraded Clemson about a touchdown this year. Right, about a touchdown. They've also upgraded Notre Dame about a field goal. Okay, so with all that, the market league, the market currently has Notre Dame about six six and a half points better. Like, hmm. I just don't know if if this is that big that wide of a margin for either side to have value. But I think Clemson's a lot closer than the average person thinks. So, um, not going to have a bet because it's already kind of a bet board game.
1: Okay. Uh, I'll give out Notre Dame minus three, but again, I feel like it's it out. I feel like it's terrifying, and if and I am missing an opportunity to bet against the public. But you are right; I need Notre Dame in this win to get a bet board victory. And now that I am down two, by the way, do we have a total tally on the score here? Where we're at, it's what seven five or uh, eight eight six something like I that. I think it's nine seven okay. one, but uh, we'll check. We'll do it. But either way, you are up two at the moment. Yes. Um. So I this one is big for me. So. I'll ride Notre Dame -3 but again, I feel like that is the most square pick maybe of the whole weekend. Square. So, um all right, next up we have Texas A&M at Ole Miss. Right now the uh the Aggies are going in as 3-point dogs to the Ole Miss Rebels. Now, I said it I think on last week's show, I think Ole Miss is just flying under the radar so much right now as to where they at, where they are in the national landscape because all it would take would be for LSU to knock off Alabama and all of a sudden Ole Miss is right back in it to, you know, they, they just need an Alabama loss basically to be in it for the SEC West championship. Um Because as we saw, you know, I, I don't know. I To me, I feel like outside of that Alabama game, this this Ole Miss team has just been extremely consistent. They've been really good on offense, really good on defense, and now they get A&M coming at home like this is a really big one. And A&M has been an improved team. They're 5-3, and three, but... I think you know their stats are are better than that based off of just record um, and where they you know how they've improved since that Miami loss. But even still, like you look at this game historically, Ole Miss has won two in a row. They won last year on the road in College Station. Now, of course, they're coming back home, only a three-point favorite. I think that we're going to see uh, Ole Miss, you know, be able to move the ball against A and M here. I like the Rebels minus three, Tyler.
0: I also uh, like the Rebels minus three, so I'm going to give them out as a bet this week. Love it. I was uh, this would have been a bet board if you were on A and M, but I see two very similar teams. Like these two teams look very similar on paper, um, both really good in all their stats, and both they're both really good at a lot of stuff. Not really super elite at much, but I mean we're talking top 15, top 20 for a lot of stats. So. FEI the the adjusted opponent or opponent adjusted efficiency I always talk about A and M is twentieth offense eleventh defense Ole Miss is fifteenth offense twenty ninth defense so I mean this is the SEC right A uh, and M's is AM ranked I don't no I
1: don't no think they're, they're, they're ranked. not currently they're not in the the playoff top twenty five this is the SEC
0: for you so both tough schedules Ole Miss twenty two. Uh, and uh, or Ole Miss is a 22nd in points per play, and A&M is 25th in points per play. And like I said, both very similar tough schedules. So to me, it comes down to honestly, like, my rankings. Where do I see these teams on paper after all things are said and done? And I've got Ole Miss more than two points better. Incorporating home field advantage, there's no way I can give value to A&M here. And I want to be clear. I have Ole Miss two points better on a neutral. So once right. you incorporate home field... I mean that's getting me. If you want to just give two points to old Miss, that gets me to four, which I think is very very light there. So um, PFF is kind of interesting what they what they have the rankings. So Pro Football Focus College. So PFF ranks both defenses overall a total ninety one or around mm-hmm. ninety one, which ranks them top twenty. But A and M is falling off in the offensive advanced stats. They drop down to like fifty eighth in the overall offense and 121st in pass blocking, okay? So I don't want that to be confusing. And these PFF college stats in pass blocking, A&M, is 121st, and they're 58th in overall offense. So I see the advanced stats, my numbers all leaning towards Ole Miss. All things said, I think Ole Miss is a play. Like, you get all that added up, that's how, in my opinion, you find value, because lines are never off that much. I think this should be minus 4, minus 5. We're getting 3 here. I think this is a good play, so... Uh, An interesting matchup. Again, going back to some of those PFF rankings, A&M is 121st in pass blocking. Ole Miss is 16th in pass rush. So look hmm. for Ole Miss to cause some havoc, and I also like a minus three.
1: Love it. We're rolling with the Rebs. We're riding the lane train. Amazing. Um, Next up, Oklahoma at Oklahoma State. Bedlam, the last Bedlam game. I mean, this is a victim of conference realignment. This is one of the reasons why... I've always been anti-conference realignment is because we're losing games like this. Now, it doesn't mean they might not play again in the distant future, but in no time in the near future. I mean, this game is not scheduled for for either teams here as Oklahoma moves to the SEC, and that is such a bummer. I think, I want to say I read that the Bedlam game is like currently first or second in the longest active streaks of rivalry games. Like, they haven't missed a year wow. in like 118 or 113 years or something. Wow. So it's a real fucking bummer. Um, and, and that, you know, I hate conference realignment for that reason, but we do have one more and I think it's going to be a good one. Currently we have Oklahoma six point favorite here at Oklahoma state. Um, I feel like I know which way you're going to go here, Tyler, and I'm hoping that we're on the same side here because the truth is we saw Oklahoma lose last week against Kansas uh, on the road. Now they got to go at Oklahoma state again, right? I mean, uh, back-to-back road games, This Oklahoma State team is just not the same team that it was at the beginning of the year. We saw them lose to South Alabama. They lost to, or they almost lost to Arizona State. Didn't they lose to someone else bad early? Who were Oklahoma State's losses? It was was just South Alabama, and uh, did you mention the other team? Well, they they beat Arizona State, but just barely. That and that was like a. I felt like that was a poor performance for them. But they've they lost to. um, Oh, this is killing me. But look. The turnaround from Oklahoma State is drastic. Iowa State. Thank you, was State. Shout out man. Matt Campbell, the goat. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Tyler will have a nice little uh, piece for you <laughs> later regarding Matt Campbell. Um, this is like the turnaround at Oklahoma State is so impressive. If you watch the last few weeks compared to the first few weeks of the season, like this, honestly, might be the most improved team from week one to where they are now in the whole country. Um, I think you could put like, I mean, honestly, I don't even know who what other teams I would compare to that. Um, they're running the ball so, so well. And even though like we know about Oklahoma State, we know how strong their defense is. like I look at their run defense numbers, and I'm not really that impressed with Oklahoma's run defense. they're They're giving up an average of 3.7 yards per rush. Like it's not terrible, but it's not great either for a team that you know, a lot of people considered a playoff contender up until that loss against Kansas. And even still some people are saying, yeah, they could they could make their way into the playoffs. Um, I think that Oklahoma State is going to be able to run on this Oklahoma defense a little bit. Now, what concerns me is that when we saw Oklahoma lose to Kansas last week, they were like, it, it was crazy how little they tried to throw the ball. And like, with Dylan Gabriel, he was like dicing up the Texas defense. Then they play against Kansas, a team that's, by the way, given up big plays to like everybody in the passing game. And Oklahoma seemed like hesitant to throw the ball. I want to say the, the split of like run to pass play in that game. Was like three to one. It was a crazy number of how heavily they leaned on the run game. um, Oklahoma did against Kansas, and I feel like that's not what we're gonna get against Oklahoma State. Like I actually feel like we could see a bounce back to where Oklahoma starts to you know look for more explosive pass plays, and maybe that will be a weakness for Oklahoma State overall. Tyler, I want, I I think you're gonna lean Oklahoma State here, but I could be wrong. I'm taking Oklahoma State plus the six points, but I also think that. There's a chance that Oklahoma, we see a different team than what we saw last week. You know I'm on Oklahoma State.
0: It's a pick. It's another one I thought we'd have a bet board on. (laughs) That's not the case. So, yeah, I like him plus six here. Um, I think that they've been ignored all year. Like, in in discussion, look, they always, always are. Every single year. They're always outside the great teams, but they're better than the good teams, but they never get talked about. I mean, here we are again. Look at the FEI rankings, their 21st offense, 25th defense. Like, what? Yeah. Now, I'll admit, some things on defense do concern me, but all, all, overall, those are good numbers. Now, all teams, we've talked about this this year, all teams, even the good teams, even the great teams, are going to go through ups and downs. And we can clearly see, like you talked about, the early struggles, and then we can see this coaching staff and this team learning the scheme, settling into their roles. There's no better example than Ollie Gordon. They're uh, running, oh, yeah. they're running back for Oklahoma State. But if you look at the stats, the first four games of the year, Ollie Gordon had... Uh, well, let's see. First four games of the year, Oklahoma State was 2-2, two and two, and they ra- ranked 81st in FEI. Okay, So first four games struggling. 2-2 two and two overall, 81st in FEI offense. Ollie Gordon in those games had 37 carries for 230 yards and two touchdowns. The last four games where Oklahoma State's 4-0 and ranked 14th in FEI offense, Ollie Gordon has 104 carries for 857 yards and eight touchdowns. He's averaging
1: like 200 a game. In the last four games.
0: It's It's crazy. crazy. So that's what's happened with – a lot. that's one example of this team and and these players settling in that's just one of a handful of players. So I think they've gotten better. They've improved as the season has gone on. So here we are once again, right, where this team is – is the one of the most improved teams, like Will said, but just the coaching staff and everyone gets written off early. So I also want to take a bit of a left turn quickly and compare this to Coach Prime. Okay, because I can't help but compare the two situations. And this is not going to be a, a positive for Coach Prime. I'm a Buffs fan, well you know, known on this show. Mm-hmm. But Coach Prime has come out in this last week and said we don't have the players. It's obvious. I need to go get new linemen. This is, and I actually I don't mind that. A lot of people like are getting on him. How can you say that's like you know what he does? I'm fine with it. You may agree to disagree. Whatever that that is his thing. But my point here is that he's upset about the lack of players they have, which he pro- he wants to be dominant like Alabama. I get that. But most coaches in college football go through that. Most coaches don't have the players. Most coaches have to coach the, these guys up and have them. in Uh, progress on a week-by-week level move Mm -hmm. the needle that's something that oklahoma state does every single year they are constantly bringing in three stars they're constantly you know it's habitual every year and they coach them up and they do better than most so like you mentioned some holes on defense do concern me i lean over as well over as a 62 in this game but uh yeah oklahoma state the home team plus six here
1: unbelievable by the way do we have any smitty bet boards so far are smitty you against? Bets. are you against tyler or myself i mean i don't know how we're gonna Not manage yet. this if it it's against me but maybe we should just uh we got to team up against tyler that's what this <laughs> is can we do that can smitty's bet board victories which by the way he got one last week can those count towards <laughs> me can this be a 2v1 situation no, you can't pass him off oh, no oh, dang it um okay well, let's talk fiverr before we get to the next game tyler let's talk Fiverr. we gotta we gotta pay the bills Yes, we do. Do you own a business or know anyone who owns a business?
0: Consider freelance work. Now, what is freelancing? Freelancers are self-employed experts that you can utilize without having to go through the dragging process of dealing with the business. And Fiverr is perfect is the perfect place to do this. I'm telling you, there's a, there's a few different places. Uh, but Fiverr is for sure the best interface, the best way to put to get your money if you are a freelancer, or the best way to actually find freelance work. Now, other common things that freelance work is used for, technology, marketing, website design. Hell, if you want it personally, you can find a personal tutor. You can find musicians to help create your music for your project. Like You can get almost anything at Fiverr.com. So click the link in the show notes to save on your first freelance experience, whether you get just one one-off experience or you want to hire someone for a month a year get a huge discount by clicking the link in the show notes to fiverr.com
1: love it love it um okay next up we got two of the uh two favorite teams here of the the college ball tailgate studio we got kansas rock chalk jayhawk wow. uh, smitty and i lifelong kansas fans as as longtime listeners know kansas on the road at iowa state the greatest program in all of college football mm-hmm. and the greatest coach, Matt Campbell. Of course. Um, I've said it before, the Bear Bryant of our era. Currently, Iowa State is a two and a half point home favorite here against Kansas. Now, Kansas takes down Oklahoma, their first win over them in like 19 years or 19 matchups, and they go on the road to Ames, and now they're two mm-hmm. and a half point dogs. Tyler. Talk some sense to me, like how does this work with your power ratings? I have to feel like just knowing how you rate Iowa state with with Matt Campbell that this would just have to be a ratings play for you. Am I wrong? Let's pull these up here are you Are you taking Kansas plus two and a half here on the road? Because you look at Kansas at, at Iowa oh, state no. by the way okay so
0: so I'm actually not taking them on the road because I have a serious question mark about if Kansas can they had a huge win against o u right? right so
1: hangover. Yeah, can they deal with the wins? That's that. That's something new for a team. That that's that's a brand yeah, new the, challenge. The field posts are in the lake, or the field <laughs> the, the the goal posts are in the lake. Uh, let's see here, uh, Kansas. Who are they playing? Will they're playing at Iowa State? You at know, at Iowa. By State. the way, Iowa State has won four of the last five games. They started out the year one and two mm-hmm. with bad losses. They lost to Iowa. They lost at Ohio, a MAC team, and since then they've rattled off wins against Oklahoma State. TCU, Cincinnati, Baylor. By the way, two of those uh, three wins on the road as well. Uh, but they get Kansas at home here. Oh, and by the way, Kansas, like you said, coming off that uh, that massive win, is this a hangover spot? Um, I Okay, I, I've got Kansas
0: about 2.3 points better.
1: Okay, so then shouldn't this just be a, a power ratings play? Because you can't assume that Iowa State's home field advantage is worth six points five
0: points the power rating certainly suggests that Kansas would be the side and if I had to lean I think Kansas's offense will be able to pull away but again I I have a serious question mark about how they'll respond after the OU game you know like I I I know I'm going to repeat myself but that's a next step in any program to have a big game follow it up with a big win so you know the great Matt Campbell has Iowa State playing some amazing football 40th offense FEI uh, but 22nd defense, FEI. I mean, they're playing very good defense overall. And Kansas has one of the biggest power five discrepancies in their FEI ratings. Number 10 offense, number 99 defense. <laughs> uh, one of the only bigger ones is Iowa. Iowa is 121 offense, number two defense. Oh, yeah. But, Shout uh, out Brian
1: Ferentz. We forgot to talk about that. Uh, R-
0: yeah, but uh,
1: but yeah, we did. But
0: uh, anyway, um, Eileen Kansas okay it. he's leaning Kansas you're not gonna if I were to take
1: no, Iowa State would this be a bad no no game? no
0: because I am afraid of them not showing up they have you're to afraid prove of to Matt me. Campbell they have flip to prove, it flip it they have to prove to me that they can follow this up at the beginning this has nothing right. to do with the great Matt Campbell this has nothing to do with future Hall of Famer eight and eight or eight, eight and uh four artists Matt Campbell <laughs> no
1: um Well, uh, you know what? It's good because I'm actually on Kansas as well. Or you're not on Kansas, but I I actually am on Kansas. Even though Iowa State's rattled off those wins, again, like you look at who those wins are against, none of them have the offensive caliber that Kansas does. And, yeah, it's a hangover spot. You're right. It's a trap game. It's it's a bad spot for Kansas. But ultimately, like just knowing how explosive Kansas can be on offense, um, I think they're going to be able to score on this Iowa State defense, which is fine. I mean, it's good. But, again, how many – Like The best offenses they've played this year, you look at Oklahoma State and Oklahoma, and Oklahoma State scored 27. Oklahoma scored 50 on them. So I think that Kansas has the opportunity to score some points here. Um, Fading the great Matt Campbell, I'll take Kansas, plus 2.5. All right. Uh, Next up, we have Washington at USC. This total, by the way, is like, what, 75 points? 76 and a half. 76 and a half <laughs> points. Washington at USC, currently the Huskies' three-point road favorites. We saw what happened with USC last week. Um, and again, probably the main reason why this total is so high. They uh, totaled like 99 points again in their game against Cal. Barely won. I think it was 50 to 49. Um, I expect this to just be like it sounds weird but I'd almost lean over a 76 point total which sounds insane I get it though I so I I get it everyone can score 40 or 50 points on USC's defense apparently we know that Washington has a good offense now Michael Penix clearly you know they say he's, he's got a rib injury or something like the Washington offense since that Oregon win has not been you know what we saw leading up to that right um he clearly doesn't look fully healthy They've they're still undefeated. They've been scraping by, but those have been not very convincing wins. But if you're going to look for an offense to bounce back and maybe you know have a game where they don't have to have Michael Penix throw it 45 or 50 times to win the game, it's against USC. They can run on this team. Um, and that being said, we know about Caleb Williams. Like he's going to be able to score. My biggest factor in this is that there's zero motiv- motivation for SC. I know like technically they're still in it for the Pac-12 championship, but. That Cal game just made me think that this locker room doesn't give a shit. There's no buy-in from the players as far as what the coaching staff is. I can't imagine any of the defensive players really are hyped to listen to Alex Grinch's game plan right now, just seeing what we're seeing on the field, even if it's his fault or not. Um, I think Washington is way more at stake here, and they're going to be more motivated to go in and get this win. So I'll take the Huskies minus three. Um, and I won't be betting the total, but if I had to, I, I would lean over 76, which is so stupid. So I don't want
0: to be boring here. I don't want to be a lame Jane. A lame duck? Yeah, but I'm passing this game. Oh. I know, I know. But USC is just all over the map. Like yeah. I can't get a, a grasp on USC. At best, I've got them plus two this game. At worst, I've got them plus five this game. So it's all over the place. Right Now, listening to smart people who like, know X's knows really well, they say this USC team actually is not even that elite. Like this whole preseason expectation, totally. what I had, what a lot of people had, is they're not as nearly as good as we all thought. So way overhyped. But the stats still show an offensive lead, 6th overall in the nation, FEI, number 6. But Washington's number 4, offensive FEI. Right. I just think that they're going to have more more pieces here. But, I mean, this line kind of this reminds me of the Clemson line. Where it's like, how is this so? You know, I mean, I know USC still has the reputation, but I think Washington has a chance to pull away here despite being on the road. So, but look, I, I could also see USC easily, cut. I could see USC winning this game.
1: Right. If 100%. they just flip a switch. So it's a pass for me. Especially knowing with Penix not being 100%, right? All it would take possibly would be one decent shot to the ribs and he could be out for the game, right? right. So that's a scary part, too. Um, and yeah, it's Caleb Williams he's going he has the ability to keep them in any game against anybody like that's really how i guess except for maybe Notre Dame in that case but um i don't know i i i'll take the Huskies minus 3 Tyler's passing um crazy crazy by the way that we have a 77 point total and on a side note to bring it back to how we we missed on Iowa touching on Brian Ferentz resigning and you know the 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 grind to 325 or whatever they're calling it to average so many points in order to keep his job okay. Um, he was way behind schedule. The Iowa total against, um, uh, is it Northwestern or who are they playing this weekend? Is like one of the low. I think it's the lowest total ever in college ball history. It's like nineteen and or nineteen and a half or twenty and a half or something like that. Wow, twenty. It, 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 it maybe it's like twenty nine and a half. Iowa it's under uh, Northwestern, of course. <laughs> what's the, what's the total? Uh, let me look it up. I, I want to say it's like twenty nine or something. It's it's a, a preposterously low total, or it might even be lower than that. And there's still people taking the under in that, by the way. People are going to ride the under. Uh, 30 and a half. 30 and a half. Yeah. And everyone's riding the under. So this is very similar to – it's just it's the polar opposite. We have Iowa, which can't score if they tried. Their defense is great. They somehow win games without ever scoring points with their offense. And now you have USC with a 77-point total. So all in the same weekend. Wow. Crazy. Iowa. Um, Missouri at Georgia. So, and c- according to college football playoff rankings, this is a top 15 matchup, Tyler. I, I suspect that your <laughs> rankings would not agree based off of Missouri's rating here. Uh, no, I have Missouri uh, twenty 19th. 19th. Okay. Yeah. How would you... Where do you see the number? Like, no, I
0: have, I have them 20th. 20th? Okay. Yes.
1: So not terrible, but again, mm. not as high as they are. However, impressive season for Missouri so far, and this is a huge game for them. Like, if, if Missouri is going to prove themselves this is the game they can do it they're on the road at georgia georgia's a 15 point home favorite here yeah that makes sense to me i've got georgia 12 points better okay interesting see i see this again as an opportunity Just to let everyone
0: know what that means i've got georgia about 26 points better than the average team and i've got missouri about 14 points better than the average team so. yeah
1: and and this missouri team has been good again like they i i i was so wrong about them in the offseason and how i was rating them coming into the season i've been very wrong about that but to me this is an opportunity You know, it's very similar to last week with Georgia against Florida. It's like, hey, is this a team that we really think is as good as people are saying? Um, I don't know that Missouri is as good as people are saying or what the ranking is, even though I think it will be a public. I think a lot of people will want to bet Missouri here. I think this is an opportunity for Georgia to really let loose and win this game big and make a statement. Um, And I think that we're starting to see that out of Georgia. Like Carson Beck is really becoming really talented at this point. Uh, and he's looking better each week. I think that Georgia's forming into what we all expect them to be uh, heading, you know, preseason. So I like Georgia to cover this fifteen point spread.
0: So, like I said, my number's right on. Um, this is the point. I agree that Georgia is going to turn it on, right? Like they're going to at some point start hitting the stride and start separating themselves. But Missouri, I think, is kind of exceeded expectation up to the point where can sure. they do any more i mean they've done so much right. and you got to give the coaching staff credit but the numbers don't lie and all things together i don't think there's many X's and os to make me go outside of that this game the matchup seem on par so i don't i don't really have a, a when when my numbers right with the exact number I, this is a boring week for me. I'm passing again. Do
1: you have? No we have two games left. Are there picks on either of these? What do we got left? We got Kansas at Iowa State, and we have. Uh, or no, we already did that. We did that. Excuse me. We have. We just have LSU Bama. That's it. Do you have a hmm. pick here? We might need to to force a bet board potentially. Um, so I could have a pick here. Yes. Okay. Uh, LSU currently a three point underdog on the road at Bama. Um, to me, I this is. I'm taking Bama. They've, I think that what they were, again, very similar to Oklahoma State, what they were offensively, especially at the beginning of the year to where they are now, like people aren't talking about Alabama like they should be. This this is an explosive Alabama offense. Yeah, Jalen Monroe isn't like a pick-you-apart-40-times-a-game kind of guy, but he's hitting like all the deep passes. Uh, Burton, their, their top wide receiver, is finally looking like, you know, an Alabama wide receiver that we've become uh, used to. And even though LSU and we know about um, about Jaden Daniels and how explosive that offense is, like I think that I you know this is a high total by the way. Um, I think that Alabama comes out on top, and ultimately I think that they have less flaws than LSU, and they're getting they're getting them at home. It's a revenge game. It's similar to the Tennessee game earlier um, uh, earlier this season, a couple weeks ago. I like Bama minus three. Do we have a bet board, Tyler? No,
0: no. Ah! no. I also like Alabama minus three, and. The reason why I would go back and forth or why I did is because LSU is a lot better than people think. Offensively, they are so good, so efficient. Second, FEI offense. Number one, first down efficiency. Number three in points per play. Just wow. But this Alabama defense, also very good. Number four themselves, FEI defense. So um, they could have a bit of an edge. Alabama's got a really good pass rush. They grade uh, eighth overall PFF pass rush. So look for them to put pressure on on Daniels and and uh and make him uncomfortable throughout this game. But I think it comes down to Alabama's home field, their revenge factor. How often does Alabama have a revenge factor? Right. And look, this three points seems like a good price to me. So yeah, I got no bet board here. I'm on Bama.
1: Smitty, do we have a bet board against Tyler, you-, you and I taking him down?
0: Nope. I hold on. I have one, uh, when is this, Thursday or Friday? Oh, you're
1: going to spring one on
0: me. I'm, I got Texas He's gonna Tech. He's going to try to trap me. I got Texas Tech minus three at home against
1: TCU. That is on, that's tomorrow night, Thursday night. Absolutely not a bet board. I would totally lean Texas Tech in that game. So, sorry. I know you tried to spring <laughs> one on me. He, he, he laid a trap, folks. It didn't work. He could have <laughs> had that in the game Another lineup, trap. the breakdown. No traps here. Um. yeah, yeah. Why yeah. don't you
0: take uh, Oregon State? I'll take my buffs. That game is in Boulder. In Boulder. What's That's, the spread? Let me check. Thirteen. No, Oregon no, State
1: no. Thirteen. It's. I'm showing thirteen and a half on pregame. You want me to take Oregon State minus thirteen and a half in Boulder against the Buffs? No. It's thirteen <laughs> on DraftKings. It's thirteen on be. Bookmaker. It's thirteen and a half everywhere else. Uh, not gonna happen. Unfortunately, the only bet board that I may be winning, uh, or you may be winning, is gonna come down to that Notre Dame win. If they can, uh, if they can beat Clemson, that that will be a hinging one for an ultimate. Uh, season bed board hinge. Knights of the square table. Smitty, you got a parlay? I sure do. A Smitty Uh-oh. parlay.
2: Uh, it's actually Pac-12 heavy, which Ooh. is uh, which is weird they and always it. makes me nervous. R.I.P. But uh, I'm riding with the uh, Sun Devils again. They're plus 11 at Utah. Okay. Uh, Iowa money line at Northwestern. I'm going with the Buffs plus 13 and a half at home against Oregon State, and I'm going uh, Arizona at home plus three against UCLA. Arizona plus three mm-hmm. against UCLA. Wow. Okay. I throw like that Minnes- you got a lot of dogs in there. Throw Minnesota uh, minus two versus Illinois if you're feeling frisky. No. Okay. If, if we're getting
1: real crazy, we're getting <laughs> real frisky. Um, I'll give one out on the fly. I like uh, Michigan team total over 41 and a half. Okay. I think they're going to uh, come out and hammer Purdue, score a lot of points. They have motivation. They're coming off a bye. So that's my first one. So Michigan team total – over uh, 41 and a half. Michigan team tote. I will How are they going to do without
0: knowing the other team's uh, plays, though?
1: Oh, see, this is the brilliant part about all this scandal coming out midseason, Tyler, uh-huh. is that if all of a sudden they're bad, then we'll know that that's the reason why oh, they no. were good. It's like, uh, And if they keep winning games and bludgeoning everybody, then we'll think, hey, maybe it didn't matter so much. Same thing happened in the blob. <laughs> I like Bama minus three. So Michigan team total over 41 and a half. Bama minus three. Uh, give me Kansas. Plus two and a half, rock chalk, and finally to round it out, four teamer, Oklahoma State plus six. Tyler and I both on that. I
0: have one proposition.
1: Okay, I have one more you game really to throw You really want to get a bet board in there, don't you?
0: Well, why not? I want to. I have one more game it's to throw. It's for out. the show. We, we do it for the, the listeners. Efforts. We yep. we do it for the. It's all for the audience. It's for the
1: audience. Yep. I will take Fresno State <laughs> minus two and a half at home against Boise. No, Boise's been Boise's not what Boise was anymore. They ain't what they used they're to. They're very was. up and down. Yeah, that, like that program is just not at all. They're just a Mountain West program now. You're just shunning That's all, all that Bedford attempts today. Yeah, I mean the the, the late ones especially. So
2: I'll buy um, it. I'll, I'll throw the. Uh I'll throw the, don't uh, do it, Smitty. No, don't do it. Smitty, this percentage. is how he gets don't you. Don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, do don't do it. All right,
0: We got a bet Unbelievable.
2: board. Unbelievable.
1: <laughs> it's so, for the so, audience, Will. So the, Smitty, the thing here this, is, is, he, this is how he gets you. Yeah,
0: producer Ryan made his first bet board last week uh, yep, against it, me. He's 1-0. Can't wait to win. And so the advice was, Will and I both said, just walk away. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> guarantee, guarantee the here. win. You got house money, baby. So get out of here. So you got Boise plus two and a half. I got Bulldogs. Bulldogs.
1: Amazing. Let's minus go. The two and a half. Amazing. That's stick-
0: late. That's, that's, eight, that's uh, 7 o'clock Pacific, 10 o'clock
1: Eastern on Saturday night. Amazing. Thank late you night. for listening, uh, Ivan. We love you. Uh, stick around for the extracurriculars.
0: <laughs> Should we just go in with the, with the fruit, the fruit
2: rankings? Vigo yeah, fruit. We talked about it last
0: week. Okay, my top four, playoff four of fruit. Now, I've got kind of two different rankings here, okay, because my desert island is not the same as the top four. Okay. Top four is... We got the abundance of whatever we want.
1: Yeah, we get fruit and off-season. Fruit, off first, world so, stuff. So First world ro- stuff. So
0: the first world rankings, peaches one, mangoes two, Ooh, pineapples three, mango. apples four. And the reason apples are four is because there's so many kinds of apples. You got your yellow Opels, your Granny Smiths, your honey Crisps, you your go. Fugees, your Gallas, your There's an apple called the Red Delicious. I mean, mm. you got a lot of variations, and it's weird because, actually, I'm not a huge apple person, but because of the variation, I'm putting it four. Uh, uh Honorable mention, blueberries, strawberries, and lemon. Underrated fruit because it goes on, like, everything, okay? So that's my top four. Peaches, mangoes, pineapples, apples. Now, the Desert Island four, peaches is one, apples two, blueberries three, oranges four. you got to have variation. Hmm. All right, well, you got to rank it one to ten. Uh, and you said that you were going to disagree. Do you agree to disagree?
1: I yeah, <laughs> apples does not make the top four, especially in either scenario. Actually, um, so I, that's the only one I really have. A, I, I, bananas have to be up there. Bananas are so bananas uh, are one of my least favorite fruits. Versatile, yeah. delicious. No. No. Um, you know uh, that that that's where I'd go. I also think you left kiwi out of the mix. Kiwis are delicious. Cherries. <laughs> Kiwis are tart. Water. I don't like tart. Kiwis are so not you know, tart. Uh, Grapefruits well, are tart. Kiwis are fucking delicious. Watermelon. No, no, they're both tart. No. Wait, no, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. You don't understand the nope. definition of tart. Hit the button. No, I'm kidding. <laughs>
0: Kiwis are absolutely tart. I don't think they are. What, what do you think tart yeah, means? Yeah, for sure. Tart makes your I agree face pucker. Yeah, they're absolutely tor- yeah. It's kiwis, yeah, kiwis do that. No, yeah, no, they
1: don't. Not like the wrong kiwis, man.
0: Yeah, Will doesn't know what's happening. You
1: guys are fucking okay, crazy. No, <laughs>
0: um, but where was I before Will distracted Fruit. me on the Kiwi? No, <laughs> uh, I do have a kiwi. Oh, watermelons, watermelons. watermelons. If I eat too much of them,
1: they make the roof of my mouth itch. Okay, but that's not... Mm. I mean, we're not raking foods based off of if you eat them to excess. That's the fluoride in the water, dude. (laughs) Watermelons watermelons. are amazing.
0: Yeah, they're delicious. They're one of my favorites. I served them this year at my uh that's right fourth of july fourth of july yeah but they don't make my top list
1: oh, that's, i think they're delicious i think that they're juicy that I would, I, I, apples
0: would be so far here's down the thing, that list here's the me. thing a lot of people don't get this right with watermelons you got to serve it cold you got to cut it because it's mm. too big for a lot of people so they leave it out and then cut it and then put it in the fridge you, you somehow get it in the fridge before you serve it if that means cutting mm. it pre-serve you cut it pre-serve you know the trick to identifying
1: a good watermelon hmm you, it, it's you gotta like knock on it. It's about how hollow it sounds. Mm. I, thought I thought you had a trick. joke lined up. Like no, you were I'm going to giving you the, the real there. tip. Like you know, with tomatoes, you're supposed to squeeze them with avocados. When the when the the little uh, pit or whatever the top thing comes out, yes. with watermelons, you gotta you gotta knock on them, see how they sound.
0: All right, well there you go. Uh, playoff four, fruit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, should we get to tap your toe trivia? Because today it's all about music. Well, mm-hmm. it's gonna have a music. uh uh, tint yep music shift you're dressed like one of the blues brothers (laughs) i look like a blues brother uh i have songs and in in a few i'm excited for this and uh we have some trivia so here's how this goes now i've complained about all a lot of our show uh a lot of our games being stolen right of course i mean david spade to other shows i mean it's it's common so we're trendsetters we are. So I thought that it wouldn't be the worst thing if we kind of go the other direction a bit, okay? Now this has been done on several shows. Mm, so now we're stealing signs. Well, I mean, I don't uh, know about stealing. I don't know about stealing signs. There's a Freudian slip there. <laughs> uh, I don't know about st- if we're stealing signs, but I've seen this on ESPN. I've seen this on Dan Patrick. I've seen this on I think we should steal more segments, honestly. <laughs> so here's how it goes. Tap your toe trivia. I give you song lyrics and you finish the song lyric. Okay? okay? But today we start off with uh, with rap, hip hop. Okay. Okay. So we're going Ice Cube, Snoop Dogg, I mean, and We're keeping it mainstream just for the for the listeners, right? Um, Old now, school. Actually, now this is rated yeah, R. <laughs> this is rated R a little bit. For, you know, some of these are. So if if you don't like that, you know, go ahead and fast forward. There are timestamps. Yep. Um. Not yeah. gonna be any any. No, <laughs> good God, you know me better. Well didn't that. even know how to approach the subject. Um, I know I'm fucking joking. Dude, I'm not I knew you an wouldn't. idiot. Okay. All right. First one. Let's start with uh, Ice Cube. Okay. All right. Uh, this is from uh, Today Was a Good Day. Mm. Uh, and I will put on my Alex Trebek hat. Right. I'm. I'm going to kind of do a bit here. Okay. With these. So okay. I'm. Yeah. Okay. So This the is goat. a thing. Oh, the goat. Just waking up in the morning, got to thank God. I don't know, but today seems kind of odd. No barking from the dog, no smog, and mama cooked a breakfast with no what?
1: Hog. Hog, yeah. No hog, no pork.
0: Ryan said it first, so uh,
1: he gets Uh, it. That would be a good thing in my opinion, though. I love love some hog. Well,
0: bacon. uh, Yeah. Give me some hog. All right, so Ryan's up one. All right, next. Uh, Same song. We're going same song here. Uh, And everything is all right. I got a beep from Kim and she can fuck all night. (laughs) Called up the homies, and I'm asking y'all, which park are y'all what? Playing basketball. Okay. 1 1. Do you guys like this game? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Next, we're going Snoop Dogg. Uh, Drop it like it's hot. A little old school (laughs) classic. Okay. Okay. Uh, Two see, one. you're going
2: real deep cuts here, dude. <laughs> well, again, we're
0: keep, we're mainstream. We're trying right. to keep this like you pulled these LCD off of your uh, your
1: iPod playlist. Uh,
2: exactly. <laughs> I put the, pulled this off the eighth Ask grade. Ask your
0: parents what an iPod is. I found a a, a burned CD. I took these from. Okay, uh, two one, yep, three. S N double O P D O double G. I can't fake it, just break it. And when I take it, see, I specialize in making all the girls what. It naked. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is, uh, up uh, two one, and this is the final one. So you guys either tie or Wilkin clinch it here. We're gonna go Eminem, Lose Yourself, mm. another uh, mainstream classic. mom's spaghetti. <laughs> You know what? Will wins. <laughs> <laughs> no way.
2: Is that actually-
0: yes. <laughs> Will wins. Wow. Yeah. Wow.
2: Yeah. So I don't. Sorry, Smitty. That was nothing but that. <laughs>
0: I don't even think I should read it. Should I read it so, still?
2: Sue so wish, dude. I was just throwing it, it out goes, there. I was like, it's uh, got to be Mom's Spaghetti. Yeah,
0: his palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. There's vomit on his sweater already. What? Mom Spaghetti. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Will wins three-one. What's the next line, Will? He's See, a lot of these, <laughs> for a lot of these, you can't say what's the next line. Right. You get, you got to pick your spots with that. So, uh, Will wins the first edition of Tap Your Toe Trivia. Wow, job, Good Will. job wow. Will! Thanks, guys. Okay, yeah, <laughs> means a lot. Uh, crowd
1: goes wild wild. now rapping is a skill i don't know if you can learn about it on skillshare tower but there are other skills that you can learn about on skillshare am i right Uh, yes you can have you ever considered taking your education to the next level do you
0: want to get better at whatever hobbies you enjoy or do you simply want to learn a new skill well skillshare.com can help with all those with their huge library of classics available for you to start learning today Learn from professionals about everything from cooking to social media to entrepreneurship and so much more at Skillshare.com. Sign up today and use promo code TAILGATE for up to 40% off your first month or year. Whatever works best for you. For a while there, they only had a year subscription. It's down to a month if you just want to go a month by month. So get up to 40% off with promo code TAILGATE. That's Skillshare.com, promo code TAILGATE.
1: Love it. Okay, Uh, I believe you have... Now we did our Halloween episode last week. You did a review of. How was
0: your Halloween? Did you have a good one?
1: Well, I wasn't really feeling well, so I, I didn't really do anything. I remember I told you I got invited to a party, but I ended up not going out because Are I. Are you still, trying to make me feel bad because I didn't get invited to a party, Will? Is no, you thing? just asked me, you know, on the last podcast if I was if I was going to a Halloween. I actually party. did get invited to one party, yeah. but I thought it might be uh, well.
0: They may listen to the show. It may have been a fun time. I didn't uh, feel like attending.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it <was> great, <laughs> no,
0: great it's great, great way so, to walk that one back. So yeah, Throw exactly. one in reverse. Um,
1: uh, but, no, I didn't go out because I, I was still kind of feeling a little bit under the weather from the sickness. So I okay. didn't do anything. So I went to my mom's. We just went over there, took
0: some pictures, handed some candy out. Because uh, she gets a lot more people and the dog likes to go over there. We just do a few things over there. Sure. Uh, so I was handing the candy out, right? I was up against a proposition last night. So we had bought, well, we being my mom and I together, because she said she had a lot, which wasn't enough, I mm-hmm. thought. But she got like a, a, two big bags. Right. And I came with two small bags. So that should be, that's a lot of candy, right? Yeah. So I was a little overzealous. The first half Ooh. of the night, I was the house. You were giving out a lot. The handfuls. Yeah. I was giving out handfuls. Oh, boy. You and by the end yourself. of it, well, I'm going, oh, shit, it's 730. 30. We still got like maybe an hour left till it's you know they're gonna start wearing down or wearing off maybe half hour to an hour Mm -hmm. and we're running out so then I start going down to two a person right and so we got down I didn't go to the grocery store but I want to see where you guys fell with that what do you what did you expect as a kid when you went and like what do you do now is it one for everyone because I did hear a quote uh, on on a TV show so it's a sitcom but (laughs) he goes. One bar per household, otherwise civilization breaks
1: down. Mm.
0: So where you guys where do you stand on this? Like what's your expectation?
1: Smitty, what's
2: your ruling? As a kid,
0: what's my expectation?
2: Handful for sure.
0: Yeah, when you went house to house.
2: Did yeah. you did you like expect uh, to get the handful? At least more than one. See, but again we're talking about the mini bars here, right? Yeah. All the many. Mini- I'm, I'm going everything fun size. Yeah, fun size
1: bars. I never expected the handful of um I feel like I I expected one or two. Do you even remember? Yeah, I remember what it was like Yeah, sure. But like at least and again, how I feel the the proper way to do it and I and I haven't had I don't own a house, I'm in an apartment, right? So I don't get trick-or-treaters, but how I would imagine myself doing it. Now I like that you went over zealous like I, I I think it's a fantastic thing that you were leaning towards more candy, right? Yes. Be the good house. Um I would go like one or two per, but then because then that what that allows you to actually do is reward great costumes with more candy. Uh-huh. Okay. See, At that you point, you're your like, ooh, I love, I love your costume. Here's four for you. Here's a handful. That's you good. Know?
0: That's good. So, and, and I did notice the, ki- the kids,
1: because I don't
0: have kids, right? So it was kind of funny to see how some of them acted and stuff. Uh, the kids, oh, not all of them, but some of them who you gave the leeway to go in. Like one, just go nuts! Yeah, they went for it. Oh yeah, like they were on a bash. One, <laughs> one, kids, one ma'am. kid, and it was just like little girl, just probably five, and she's just like kind of like sneaks her hand in. Yeah, I, was, <laughs> I was like, oh, you. Oh, I was like, did it? She goes, I like that one. I was like, oh, that's the good one. I was like, oh, take a few. So like, I didn't mind for some, but uh-huh. I, I got to say this: uh, towards the end of the night, I didn't get to enjoy what I usually do, which is snacking on some of the candy because sure. I was panicked about running out of it.
1: <laughs> oh, you got to so keep some reserve. I
0: ended up having. Here's what I ended up having. One mini hundred gram bar, delicious. One mini uh, or one regular size Reese's, one mini packet of Twizzlers, okay, and one uh, original Hershey's bar.
1: Okay, like the, uh, yeah, that's so not I, bad. That's what I
0: ended up having. No, no, I wouldn't. I have covered.
1: They say never get high on your own supply, but I think <laughs> when it comes to Halloween candy, oh, it's so hard not. To. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, oh, you gotta oh. indulge.
0: And one Butterfingers. Throw it forgotten there. <laughs> uh,
1: okay, overtime. Uh, tell us about
0: Five Nights at Freddy's. Dude, okay, so Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, there will be spoilers in this. Did this go,
1: were you at the theaters or is this like on like Netflix? No, it's on Peacock. Okay, it's Peac- on the cock. It's on the cock, right. Uh,
0: so Five Nights at Freddy's, there will be spoilers. So there are also timestamps in this if you want to fast forward or rewind or whatever you call it these days. What other kids call fast forwarding? Is time it just traveling. skipping ahead? Yeah. Um, so it's about a guy, Five Nights at Freddy's, who can't keep a job and he's hired, so he gets hired as a last ditch job as a security guard at this place called Freddy's or Freddy Fozbear's pizzeria okay so it's like a play on Chuck E. Cheese almost right yeah ish yeah exactly it is a play definitely a play on Chuck E. Cheese which could happen in real life but it's a weird place that has these creepy animatronics a bear uh, you know these other weird things and this dude the main character who is the security guard always has these dreams about his brother being kidnapped and the two things kind of tie together uh huh and, again, there will be spoilers. Is this okay if I give you guys spoilers? Yeah, I mean, spoil it. I, you said before the show you weren't interested in watching this, right? I mean,
1: I probably won't. Yeah, I'm good.
0: Okay, I got you mid-drink there. Spoil <laughs> us. Um, so we end up finding out that these animatronics are taken over by, like, the souls of dead kids. Oh. So kids who have been nice. murdered, like, go at, their soul <laughs> takes over these bears, and they've gone on, they went on to some horrible killing sprees. Like, when the security <laughs> guard got their job- these other people wanted to sabotage him, and so they ended up... It was, like, his wife who wanted custody of the kid and all this stuff. They ended up... Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. This gets way more
1: oh, yeah. <laughs> deep than I thought it was going to be. The custody of kids?
0: So they. So she sends the uh, people to... That's not a huge part of the story, but that's, like, incentive for her to do this. So she sends people to rough the place up, uh-huh. so he gets fired from a security job, and... They, these people who come to break the pinball machines, and do all that stuff, end up getting killed ah. in gruesome ways by these animatronics. So nice. they're like protecting the place. And then this dude who works there now security kind of cleans up a little bit. So they go to treating him nicely for a little. But his daughter, who's involved, or no, his sister, excuse me, who's involved with all this stuff, who's younger, she get. are you following me still with all this? I is, think this so. Good? Okay. So his sister is, like, loves these animatronics. She goes up in like, in, is hugging this bear, this murdering bear, and he's like, "What the hell? Like, get back here, get back here." She's like, "No, we we're playing, we're dancing," and he goes, "She goes, he was tickling me, and, and he said I was gonna die, and so <laughs> I know." But she's like laughing and stuff. <laughs> I know it's not, Will made a face. It's this like, is yeah, PG, right? Yeah, well, <laughs> the thing. Uh, well, is it wait, but it isn't cool. this
1: movie actually rated PG thirteen? It is. Yeah, this yeah. seems
0: but,
2: very well, I think dark I for PG
0: thirteen. I think the animatronic was gonna tickle her to death, literally. Like that was his way of doing it. Okay, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. but look, it, they end up saying the kids were actual bodies in there. It got confusing at the end, to be honest. And I was, <laughs> they were kind of losing me. I started to carve pumpkins towards the end, <laughs> but uh, some weird parts. If I'm going to put my will hat on, there was there one part go. where this huge Very animatronic nice. was riding in the back of a taxi, and similar to uh, that one Tom Cruise movie. <laughs> Edge there's of no yeah just about there's no way he would fit in there. <laughs> Thank and, you. And the reaction from the cab driver, <laughs> he's like, uh, "I always get the weird ones." I was like, "Oh god, that's so okay." So that's first. Um, <laughs>
1: it's not that surprised that there's an animatronic like animal in, his, in the back of his yeah, cab. Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, the next was why can't these people just outrun the robots? These are like big clunky robots that can like barely walk. So they they always get like within arm's distance. Classic horror movie question. Yeah. Uh, And then uh, Vanessa, the side character who's a cop, we are introduced to early in the movie, but it's not like... Ten minutes later, where she's talking to the main character about deep stuff, asking him to unveil all this nonsense. It's like well, you don't even know this guy. Right. So, not great character like development. Mm, plot and, holes. Yeah, and for a horror movie, I was kind of ready to be scared. There weren't that many jump scares. It was more just like psychological and kind of weird that way. So overall, I will give Five Nights at Freddy's a.
1: 4.7 razor blades oh wow 4.7 that's a low rating for tyler walge it's a very high rating for you low rating for me i don't know about high but maybe average <laughs> um <laughs> um interesting okay so would it be worth if like uh, uh is it like still spooky enough like is it a good halloween watch if you're in the mood for a spooky movie no wow <laughs> no 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 um
0: it's being advertised really, really heavily. I think it's, it's like more, doing
1: really well, isn't it, right now, as far
0: as like how many people it's doing are watching. Very well, yeah. Um I I, I didn't think it was great. Both Ali and I walked away saying it wasn't fantastic. Um I think it's more for younger people to right. get
1: like introduced to horror movies. It's based off like a kid's YouTube channel.
0: I'm and that's who sure. I think this is for. Those mm. kids to and I think that's who's driving a lot of these numbers because it was a little it wasn't and it's not like I need one specific kind of horror. I actually, I'm not a huge horror movie guy myself, right? I don't love horror movies, but this was just not a good movie overall. Is it? It, wasn't, it didn't deliver. Here's one thing
1: it. that I don't get, because like you were like, hey, it's about a guy who's a security guard there. Is that guy like human, or is he animated? Or like is the whole thing animated? No, he's a human. And, but and he's everyone wearing else- a suit. He's wearing a suit of one of these. That's why they ended up saying the
0: bodies Wait, so he's not just like kids? a
1: human? He's not just like a dude, and then everyone else is in the animal suits? So the the main dude is in an animal suit as well. Oh, see, this is because when you mentioned there but was not like always. The real people, dude, I was like, I've only seen pictures of animal suits in this.
0: No, there's some real people. It's weird. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. I watch Hubie Halloween over this. <laughs> I forgot about Hubie Halloween. Still yeah. haven't seen it. I mean, look, the pictures look creepy. I'll give it that. So... I, the fact Great that Bix. you know what's interesting, just a mental note for me and what's going on with my fucked up head, the fact that you gave it a shitty rating almost makes you want to watch it more <laughs> than if you had been like nine point five. Well, that's the hipster coming out of you. That's exactly what it is. It's the hipster. Um, OK, we got uh parody plaza. Is that what we're calling this, Tyler? Yeah, yeah. We couldn't I'm go. So we
0: couldn't go karaoke corner with this because this is not karaoke. These right. are parodies. OK. OK. <clears throat> Here's how this goes. So this started last year when I did a, uh, a parody on, uh, it was a Tom Petty song, right? It was uh football. Free falling. Uh Footballin'. Yes. Yeah, uh, Football. And so I've been wanting to kind of work this back in the mix. I thought it was a good time because there's some good stories going on in college football. Oh, yeah. And so what I've done is I've parodied three songs, and again, kind of like the rap songs of earlier. Trust me, none of these are rap. Like the rap songs of earlier, all these songs should be recognizable to most listeners. Okay, so that's kind of the direction I went. These are big karaoke songs themselves. So sure. we have three
1: here. Popular jams.
0: Yeah, so here's what I'm doing. I'm going to let you guys know the three songs that I parodied, okay? And then I'm going to let you know uh, the subject matter for each song. Okay. And then you guys can tell me what order you want them in. Uh, I parodied Leonard Skinner's Sweet Home Alabama. Uh-huh. Okay. I did uh, Jimmy Croce, uh, Bad Bad Leroy Brown. Nice. And I did uh, Frank Sinatra, Fly Me to the Moon. Okay? Um, <clears throat> so do you want to hear subject matter, or do you just want to go on the songs they're parodied over?
1: I, I mean, I feel like I know what one of the subject matters is going to be already, but yes, go okay. ahead and hit me with the subject
2: matter. Uh,
0: so Leonard Skinner's Sweet Home, Sweet Home, uh, Sweet Home Alabama is, uh, well, I think the title, my title uh, gives it away. Uh, instead of sweet home Alabama, it's a uh, lead blown Maddie Campbell. <laughs> okay, so that's that's about Matt Campbell. Okay, okay. Uh, Jimmy Croce, bad bad Leroy Brown. i <laughs> uh, sorry about this, and we're gonna tie this a- at the end, but I- it wrote itself. Okay, fat fat old Mac Brown. Yeah, okay, <laughs> so I'm sorry, Cruel. but that one wrote itself. Okay. I'm sorry, and then uh, Frank Sinatra, Fly Me to the Moon. Fly me to the game. It's all about Michigan, yeah, I knew there yeah, was gonna be a it's. Connor in <laughs> there. Let's do it. Let's lead off with that one, <laughs> okay, leading off with uh little Frank Sinatra, and this one by the way, Ryan, you don't, uh, you can start it over in a sec. uh, this one is it's weird musically, it's very vocally driven this song, maybe' not one of Perfect. the best ones for me to pick, right, <laughs> although the other ones is a lot of music, so <laughs> uh, Ryan, hit it. Fly me to the game, and let me scout all of the signs. (laughs) We'll get the phone out, and record all of their play designs. (laughs) And now we know all your plays. And now we know what that sign conveys. Fill my notebook here With all the trick plays Engineered On the sideline Just for fun Let me know Is it a pass or run In other words Look at their hands In other words We'll know their plans the game, another theft gone down, no shame, record and upload once again, look what you all became, but it makes sense, oh it rings true!
1: I mean, a little Frank Sinatra. A little, uh, uh, your, your take on Frank Sinatra is so amazing. <laughs> that, <laughs> that was You're in the Rat Pack. Was that was that a good impression of Frank? Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. Uh, way better than I could do. I oh, guarantee For the is. parodies. So, yeah. Well uh, done. Well done. Right. well done.
0: That's what Michigan. All right. So you guys
1: want uh, Matt Campbell next or uh, Mac Brown? I want uh, Fat Mac Brown. Fat, fat Mac. Brown. Man, Ryan, hit it. I didn't know. Uh, you come made up with turn this, by it turn back. Up. I love you, Mac Brown. <laughs> this is Tyler's Oh, wait, wait. Thing. No,
0: actually, before we sing this, I want to put this out there. This all started, this whole Mac Brown shtick. This is a bit that we've been doing, because
1: well, I've been doing. From last year, yeah. From
0: last year. He wore a shirt, it was a little too snug, and I just jumped on it. Mm-hmm. And I haven't let him forget about it. And so, <laughs> if you actually type in Mac Brown overweight to Google, all you find is weight loss stuff, how he's looked the best he's looked in decades. <laughs> so, like, I love Mac Brown, this is a joke, it's all for fun, but I think it's gotten of a little course. too far. You're committing to the bit. I'm totally commit. <laughs> well, I'm commit. look, we're going out with a swing, okay? But <laughs> this is a I- farewell. It's a farewell. Farewell to Mac Brown. It's been an well, I not, think the not, bit no, 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 like he's no. no, no, farewell, no farewell to, to fat to the Mac jokes. Brown jokes. Yes, yes. I think the bit has run its course. I think he's a great coach, great guy. I love him. If he were I'd love to have him on the show someday, right? It's something like that. He's so, a fan. He listens. So <laughs> this is all a thing, it's Shout ending. It's, it's been fun, but we're going out with a swing. So yeah. Ryan, hit it. <laughs> Man, you made this I need a little drink of water here. Yeah, three starts. Oh wait, no, we can get it still.
1: Oh, yeah, we're good. Did you already already
2: hit it? It? Oh, <coughs> we're good. Very then. professional. <laughs> <laughs> we had this all ironed out.
0: <laughs> Let's hit it, baby. Woo! Fat fat old Matt Brown, put your hands together for a classic. We're here on one hundred one point two, The Rock. <laughs> well, the North Side of Carolina chapel hill a great sports town but when you go down there i say don't you dare try to out eat old mac brown <laughs> now old mac he's been coaching oh his team's always putting up a fight he downed every buffet that ever gotten his way and the shirts have gotten really tight because he's fat fat old mac brown the fattest man in the whole damn town he chews until he's in a fog and afterward there ain't no jug. now old mac he knows offense and he gets good quarterbacks but if you see him all day sitting at the buffet he's gonna have to unbutton his slacks he got a big plate of spaghetti he got some breakfast pastries, too. Old Mac's advice, don't be afraid to go twice and be the lion in that buffet zoo. Cause he's fat, fat, old Mac Brown. The fattest man in the old damn town. He doesn't need the fancy things. He sets records eating chicken wings. <laughs> so Mac Brown, we say farewell to these jokes that can be oh so mean. But if you do inquire, it's because I admire how you clean your plate like a machine. Hey, hey, because he's fat, fat, old Mac Brown. Hey, buddy, fattest man in the whole damn town. <laughs> To quote the quarterback, Drake May, if you get dessert, he'll surely stay. Come on, everybody, these fat, fat old Mac Brown, the fattest man in the whole damn town. To quote the quarterback, Drake
1: May, if you get dessert, he'll surely stay. Wow. Here we go. I like how you you got a, a Drake May dig in there.
2: I think that's 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 your alley right there. That's yeah. your calling? Yeah, he really, really likes the, the buffets
0: apparently. <laughs> all right, let's get this let's get this done with. Let's get this goddamn music out of the way. All right, let's play a little lead blown Maddy Actually, give me a minute to catch my breath. Yeah. That's his. He's
2: whew. look. He's a professional performer. This here. was all his idea too, folks. You think that I it's love uh, this stuff.
0: and you know what. This doesn't take me that long. This stuff, like, I just sit down and just go. You're just Weird Al Yankovic, dude. That's why
2: you're a pro at the headlines, man. Yep. Oh, I love this.
1: You're, okay. Look, are you are you respecting Taylor Swift more after this, after having to perform just two songs? anything, I respect chair?
0: less, because it's so easy to write these songs. About those bre- All she writes about is her breakups anyway. No, right? I mean, like, the
1: performing part. She's on a stage, and you're just sitting in a chair doing oh, two God. songs. No,
0: I get that. I can't imagine walk the having the stairs to without stairs and puffing around. around. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> Dancing and moving around. All right, uh... Whoo, Ryan! Uh, let's uh, do a little lead-blown, Maddie Campbell. Well, everybody's favorites down south. <laughs> Big 12 keeps on earning money from their teams lose or win but there is one school in particular to them it seems that went into sin yeah you know what i'm talking about we're talking about you waynes <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: well have you heard about matt campbell He's been their coach since 2015. He always strives for a 10 win season. But that's one thing he's never seen. <laughs> Not just him, but Ohio State in general. I would stay in general. Ah, Mad Gamble. <laughs> yeah, you'll find a way to lose. Lead blown Mad Gamble. Your ass cake by Tom Cruise. (laughs) In the city of Ames we boo the coach, yeah. Boo boo boo. (laughs) And on the inside he knows what's true that you have a team filled with gamblers (laughs) (laughs) and even they won't bet on you (laughs) yeah coach ain't betting on you (laughs) lead blown maddie campbell yeah you'll find a way to lose lead blown maddie campbell Asking by Tom Cruise. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a hook. That's what we call it. Okay, buddy. We'll join along next time. We got one more time, maybe. And I'm talking Tom Cruise from the early movies. Real uh, skinny Tom Cruise.
2: So do I.
0: I've got one more question, Mr. Campbell. Why's the bill of your hat always so bent? Doesn't it cut off your circulation? Yeah. It kind of looks like a little tent. <laughs> <laughs> Leave, blow, Mad Gamble. I think I'm a little behind. <laughs> Leave, blow, Mad Gamble. That's right, we can say it again, baby. Yeah, you'll find a way to lose. Leave, blow, Mad Gamble. Wow. You get your ass kicked by Tom Cruise. Why does Cruise. he get his ass kicked by Tom Cruise? It just rhymed with that other <laughs> oh, okay. one. And we've been talking about <laughs> Tom Cruise lose. And I got a wow. little off on
1: the last beat. That, but you get the point of the it's song. It's very impressive. All right. Bravo. All right, all right. Bravo, Tyler. Very impressive. The, the looping and the gambling stuff, I mean, it's but extremely well done. We'll bring you-
0: back a Parody uh, Park, or what do we call it? I don't know you. You need Perry Plaza. Yeah, we'll bring
1: it back in the off season. Um, you <laughs> you are the weird Alliancavek of college football. It's official. I know, they've called me that. It's yes, official. Yes, uh, I love it. Okay. Um, thank you guys for listening. Follow us on Twitter at CFB underscore Pod. Join the Patreon. patreon.com dot slash College Football Tailgate. We'll see you soon.